God bless the viewers and the audience out there. This is Curio's podcast, and today's topic of discussion is going to be the power of prayer. Now, first and foremost, for all the listeners out there, I wanted to make a general point for everybody that is viewing and listening. Um, this podcast is not to discourage anybody if you don't have the best prayer life. Um, we just wanted to make this podcast to edify the viewers, and so the viewers could learn and kind of just soak in how essential prayer is in the life of a day-to-day christian and we know that prayer is just that separate time with god it's not necessarily just a ritual or just a habit or or it's not simply just oh i have to pray it is it's just something that you use to connect with our heavenly father and it's something that is just essential for us to keep that constant communication with god now a concern that we have in today's day is that we notice that in modern churches we see that consistent prayer and the importance of prayer has kind of like leveled down or or watered down. And it is something that is very concerning in today's day because we know that prayer is the foundation of of the church. Everything is just the the foundation of everything is prayer. So I want to ask you guys, what do you guys think is the cause of the, the lowering of kind of like the watering down of prayer and i wanted to ask you guys what do you guys think are the factors that are causing this yeah um i believe that we're seeing prayer nowadays as our last resource that means when we have tried everything now we decide to pray right we say holy spirit you know i i have a lot of capacities i have my own talents i know what i can do with my own efforts and then i go to the Holy Spirit saying, everything that I did, you know, it failed. And we're seeing prayer as our last, basically, solution. We go to a lot of professionals and a lot of people that have knowledge. And then we go to to the Lord. Yeah, it's like we put more trust in ourselves than in God. And we think we could resolve our problems. And then, like like you said, when we find out we can't, then our last resort is prayer. So it yeah. shouldn't be like that. We see with the growth of technology, with the growth of society, they're starting to become more independent. And we see this especially in like the healthcare field. We see everyone can try to resolve their own healthcare issues. And since they uh, can resolve their own healthcare issues with a simple pill, then they've started to essentially just forget about praying to God. Something that they used to depend on God for and uh, to be healed, they're now just depending on a simple pill to just resolve their problem. Yeah, and, and we forget, of course, it's good to have professionals, but why don't we thank God for our doctors? Right. Like, let's say, have gratitude. You can pray to God and say, thank you for the doctor, because you're the one that given the capacity to do his job, yep. right? Um, my thesis is that we're seeing prayer as one of the solutions and not the only solution. Um in the early church, they used to see prayer as their only solution, right? And and now we're, we just go to God in our difficult times. We're kind of looking at God as this um, problem solver. Like a genie. Yeah. Every single time that we have a problem, then we go to him. Right. We see in the early church, the church was persecuted. They were hunted down and they were killed. So their only solution and their only answer was to reach out to the Lord who saved them, yeah, to reach out prayer. to God. And so they, their prayer lives were absolutely just astonishing. 
their dependence on God because every single day when Christ asked, give us this day our daily bread, they were literally asking God daily for bread because they were being persecuted and hunted down. And now in this generation where we've gotten to a place where we don't feel like we're being persecuted, where there's no worries, our food is immediately accessible. We have so many resources available to us. We've felt that growth towards God, towards that dependence has been gone. So we see that one of the biggest factors that pushes the people of God towards him mm-hmm. has always been persecution and need. Now, is that something that we should always be depending on to get closer to God? Absolutely not. Yeah. We should always be depending on him on him in the good times and in the bad yeah. times. Paul himself, he said, I know what it's like to have much and I don't know what it's like to have little. And I, he still depended on God through all of this. Yeah, and um, this just came to mind right now how we were just talking about how People just go to God as a problem solver or when they need something. And that's a horrible thing because if you think about it, okay, let's put it this way. Let's say you have a friend, right? Mm-hmm. And that friend only comes up to you when they need something. Mm-hmm. Would you consider that friend to be a good friend? You wouldn't because yeah. it, it, you would just think, okay, this person only comes to me when they need something. And then once they get what they need, they leave. They don't care. Now, you have to you have to think about that because it's like praying is such a privilege in and of itself. Yes. Aside from the fact that we can talk to God and have some of our problems resolved, you have to think about this. All right. And and this is for the audience because I want them to put everything into perspective. And I want to give you guys this application so that everybody can understand the just the components that are in prayer. So think about this. The God that created everything in this universe, the God that formed ourselves, the God that gives us everything that we have, the breath of life, our bones, our organs, our, our veins, that blood runs through literally everything. And, and the God that made just such a complex life for us. And it, it's just it's, it's so crazy and it's so amazing that that same God that created everything that we see that exists now wants to talk to you. Yes. And he, he wants to listen to you. And that's just something that's when you stop to think about that and think, wow. The God that created everything wants to talk to me and wants to listen to me. That's just such an amazing thing. That's why I say prayer is just a privilege because you get to talk to your heavenly father, the creator of all of existence for however long you want, however many times a day you want. Talk about whatever it is that you want, whatever you need, yeah. and you just get to have that strong bond with them, and that's such an amazing privilege. Yeah, it's and, it's so sad seeing those people that only see God as a problem sol- solver and not as a loving Father that wants to have intimacy with us and wants to have that time of communion. Just think about this: He wants to listen to you, even though He already knows everything that you're gonna say. That's crazy. He wants to listen to you and he wants to spend time with you, even though that he knows absolutely every single problem that you got. Yeah. And the Psalms, it says that he inclined, he inclines to you. Something he don't have to do, even though he knows what's going to happen. He wants to hear you. We, We say that we don't have time for God. Sometimes we get busy with life. Okay. Let's say I'm in college. I'm working. When you have a family, I have to take care of my kids. And so you're working nine to five, 10 hours, 11 hours a day. You get home, you forget to pray. God, forgive me. You understand me. Then the next day happens. God, forgive me. You understand. And then seven days pass and you haven't even asked God for his, what his will is. And so there's times where we say we don't have time, yet we have unlimited access to him any time of the day, any second of the day. And we see this, we see the 
best example of how to pray in the person of Jesus Christ. He had the most important ministry on earth. Mm-hmm. He is the most monumental figure in all of history, all of society. And he made time to pray to God. Yeah, Jesus, He set that example. He was like, he was the busiest out of everybody else. No one has ever been busy than Jesus. Right. Yeah, he still made time to pray. Like yeah. he told his disciples, he told them to go pray. What they did, they went to sleep. Yeah. And the Bible it said that the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. So our flesh is going to want to reject prayer and whatever. But our spirit is going to want to go and pray because prayer is spiritual. Yeah. It doesn't come from the flesh. It comes from the Holy Spirit. And right. he's God. I mean, he, he he was showing the example that he didn't need prayer, if you think about it. But he's God and he's telling them this is the way yep. that we should live our Christian life. Yeah. He's always showing us the, the way that we should walk. And we see this as God basically lowering himself, mm-hmm. right? Because he knows absolutely everything and he still wants to hear you. He wants to spend time with you. But he's the one that knows absolutely everything and he wants to hear your day. He wants to hear everything that you want to tell him. Right. But we that we don't know anything basically comparing to his knowledge we don't want to hear him right because prayer is not only about talking right we spend most of the time in prayer talking and talking and talking and talking and god is saying can you take a time for me to Mm -hmm. speak to you to answer to you Mm -hmm. right yeah and our 90 percent of our prayers have been coming like only of petitions petitions in this petitions in that but Nothing of gratitude. Right. And it, th- that is a problem. Yeah. And what Angel was saying was pretty interesting about how people complain about how they don't have enough time. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this. And this is going to sound a little bit extreme. Yeah. Any excuse to not pray that is related to time is just an excuse. It really yeah. is. You have 24 hours in one day. You know, you can take time to pray in, in 24 hours. If it's, yeah. if it's, oh, when I wake up, I have to go to work or I have to go to school, wake up earlier. A lot of people just go to sleep late, one in the morning, scrolling on TikTok and wake up late anyway and have an unproductive day. Go wake up early. If you have to wake up at four in the morning, go ahead and do so. Take time to pray. That's your heavenly father that you need a relationship with. And especially if you're a believer and you want to do work for God. Praying is, is is just a foundation for your life. You are not going to be able to go anywhere concerning work for God or maybe ministry. You're not going to get anywhere without prayer because yeah. that's that's where you receive that connection and, and the backing of God. So I would say anything time related is is just an excuse because you have on a, a lot of time to pray if you have to sacrifice certain hobbies or certain things you do do it one one man came two thousand years ago or approximately two thousand years ago died for your sins took a beating on a cross that he didn't have to take mm-hmm. and you're telling me you can't take at least five minutes at least 30 minutes yeah. to go pray nah yeah it's, it's about priorities we have our priorities and and we don't want to make the time for it yep and that is the true but to answer the first questions that, that we were answering about why prayer has decreased in, in the life of the church is because of the developing of, of new technologies. Yep. Now we have smartphones that are basically making us stupid. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. There are smartphones, right? And they want to, they basically make, are making us think that they can resolve all of our problems. Yep. When we have a question, we go to Google. Become dependent on right? it. Right? When we have to uh, 
um, we need certain knowledge on these type of topics, we go to Google. We ask more questions to Google than God hmm. and, and the Bible and what the scripture says. Yeah. yeah, And that's scary because a lot of believers will go to their phone to see what they want their answers. Um, mm -hmm. They look up and they don't go to prayer. They rely more on their phones than on God. And that's something that is very, it can really make you dependent on more things than god and you start losing yeah. faith and then you're gonna start like stop praying because you're like god is not answering my prayers mm -hmm. um i let me go to this because i have i could do this i could go on my phone it shows an answer and it just makes us more lazy and more mm -hmm. uh, it declines us in prayer we see this um in bible study sometimes we go first to the Google mm -hmm. to answer what does this mean in the Bible versus asking God what does this mean exactly yeah have, have we ever thought about that how we can just go to Google it gives us this man-made answer and we believe that instead of putting our faith in Christ and in God and the Holy Spirit who is our teacher and we see here that um, I, you mentioned a topic and you said when God doesn't answer sometimes we get disappointed discouraged and then we stop praying yeah yeah by God not answering, that is him answering. Exactly. Mm -hmm. He's letting you know his will. And we have to be satisfied with that. We have yeah. to be satisfi satisfied and we have to submit to that because God's yes is his yes. God's mm -hmm. no is his no and God's silence is his silence. Yeah. And every single one of those answers is his will done. Yeah. For us, when he says no to a new job position, we think it's bad news. Mm -hmm. We think it's horrible news. God, this is not what I had planned. And he says, exactly, this is not what I had planned for your life. I have something better for you. Mm -hmm. I have something better in store. And you just need to simply wait. Yes. Mm -hmm. Especially when he's um when he stays silent. I've heard this analogy said before. When he's silent in a period of time, it's just like a teacher is silent during an exam. Mm -hmm. And he's simply just waiting for a specific event to happen or waiting for a specific um factor to happen for them for then his uh plans just unfold oh yeah and then i'm gonna actually you were talking about jobs and how how god might close certain doors that aren't his well i'm gonna get a little bit more personal for the audience and i'm gonna bring the example of let's say somebody's out there praying for a significant other mm -hmm. and they're talking to somebody they're getting to know somebody and god shuts that door and says no that's not my will and a lot of people get hurt and be like but god why but you just have to be content with God's answer. You don't know what God is freeing you from. And another application that I'm going to bring is similar to, to a parent. What good yeah. parent says yes or gives everything their child desires? No good parent is going to give everything to their child. Why? Because there are certain things that parents have through their experience in life that they know is going to hurt their child. But since their children might be young, they're not going to understand that there are certain things that God knows that won't benefit us, that won't edify us, that we won't understand at the time. Yeah. But there are certain times where God might say no yeah. to a specific thing and we might question God's answer. And after time flies by where we see things go downhill and yeah. stuff like that, then we start to analyze, okay, this is why God says no, not nah, understand that. And then you learn your lesson. Yeah, we got to see the love of God in his correction, right? Even when he says no, I understand that he knows better. I, I don't know my path. I don't know what. Uh, at some point when he says no and time, time flies, right? And then I say, this is the reason yeah. why he said no. Yep. And thank you, thank you, Lord, because you say no. Yeah. So in our experiences, we start to learn how to be, uh, show gratitude to the Lord yeah. 
no matter what are the circumstances, yeah. right? Because he always knows better. He will yep. always show that his knowledge is greater than ours, and that is why we need prayer all right. the time. The, we need to put trust in God's word and put have faith because if we don't, and we keep thinking our way is better, we're never going to get for we get get to know God more and trust mm -hmm. him more. Yep. We see in the scripture um, to wrap things up. We see Romans eight twenty eight. It says, for all things work together for good to them that love God, yep. to them that are called according to his will. Amen. For all things, not just some things, not just uh, little parts of things, for all things, both good and bad, they work together for his good because he is omniscient, meaning he is all-knowing. He knows yep. the past, present, the future. He knows every little choice that you have ever made, and he knows your outcome. And he has it all for his good. And so yeah. we can know that we can rest and we can be assured that he has the whole world yeah. right in his hands. Yeah. Right? And, and he was the he was the one that also said, ask and you shall receive. Yep. But people take that promise as like, I can ask anything that my flesh wants, right? right. Any desire that I that I want. But when when he's saying that, he's saying, Ask for my will. Why don't you ask first. for spiritual gifts? Why don't you ask for the stuff that I have promised? So our petition should be based on what he has promised. Yep. Right? The um, prayer is not about changing the will of God, but rather is about finding the will of God. Yep. We see the main prayer of, of our Lord Jesus Christ in Gethsemane where he said, Lord, take this cup from me. But... And don't do my will. Let your will be done. Because he was saying, I'm going to be sincere. Of course, prayer is about completely being trans transparent to Definitely, God. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I, this is what I want, Lord. This is my desire. I understand that. But I also understand that you have better plans for me. Yeah. But I also understand that if you say no, if you say whatever you say, I'm going to follow that. I'm going to be uh, whatever you whatever you said. Be obedient. It, I'm going to be obedient. So prayer is always about finding the will of God. It's not about changing. And that that's key right there. And another thing is that if God says no, he we don't deserve an answer. God doesn't need to give yeah. you an explanation. You don't it okay, sometimes it's it's okay for us in our human nature to question things because in our nature we're going to question stuff that we don't know. But we can't get angry. Oh, God, why aren't you answering me? Why you say no? Yeah. Why are you telling me this? Why are you telling me that? He's God. He knows what he's doing. He's he's over us. He knows things that we don't. So, therefore, he does not owe us an explanation. Yeah, I, I just feel like most of the time we're praying for things that he never promised. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Right? We don't want the stuff that he said. Uh, for example, he promised to us that he's going to come again. Mm -hmm. But we never pray, Lord, come yeah, again. Yeah. We want to solve our things first. God, give me enough time to get married, finish my studies, do <laughs> yeah. my career, and all Basically. this other stuff. Yeah. But the stuff that he has promised to us, we're not interested in it. Mm -hmm. That's sad. That's yeah. actually, that's really concerning when you think about that. That's the reason why prayer goes hand in hand with your Bible reading, right? Because the stuff that in the Bible, he said that he's going to do on me, right? I'm going to start listing those things up and I'm going to pray about it. I'm always going to pray about it. And we're going to finish with this. Paul said that we should pray without ceasing. How does that work? 
Don't stop praying. <laughs> yeah. You just always meditate. You always yep. meditate in God and always ask him for his will and what he wants for you. Yeah, because we have this thinking that uh, we p- we always pray kneeling down. like, mm-hmm. But we can not always do that, right? Yeah. Right. But we can always meditate and talk to him throughout the day. Lord, help me in this thought that I'm, that I'm having. Help yeah. me in these plans that I'm making. Help me in these small decisions. Even in the small details, you can ask God. God is a greater God that works in our great problems, but always He wor- He works in our small, <laughs> little details in life yeah, and definitely. our small decisions. Yep. Amen? Yep. Amen. So we should always follow what Apostle Paul said to the church: pray without ceasing, always seek for the Lord, because we will always find Him. Definitely, Amen. and and that right there is also a message to the audience. And we want to motivate the audience to pray without ceasing. So if there's anybody that's watching out there who's... We just want you guys to reflect on this. So if you know that your prayer life has been inconsistent, or maybe you know you've been asking for certain things that God hasn't promised, or there's certain things that um, you want God to work in, or you want God to give you an answer, just keep praying. Keep Just continue that communication with your Heavenly Father, and you're going to see that improvement in your spiritual life. Once you get, once you keep getting closer to God and just always put his will first before everything, even if you feel like you might have to let certain things go or sacrifice certain things because his will is always, is always perfect. Amen. Amen. Amen.